Classic. 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 the chance to talk about or even here mm. so that's my uh whole spill dope mill but yeah man i'm gonna get started real quick i had not thought <laughs> yo i was like did we start jules did you think we started bro damn <laughs> yeah i was like yo sir. my bad Hey, you know what you have to say though. Like that was, that was no, it, it, it's not even gonna sound good. <laughs> I thought we had started. I was like, oh my god! I, I was like, oh, because I, I got, but ghost sponsor boys. I wish we need to get them to sponsor us, man. We really do. We drink them on every single show, Jules. Have uh, a monster. So. Okay, that can looks beast. Yeah, it is beast. You know, is it like, is it like beast type or is it like? No, it's uh. I don't know if you can see. That's it. crazy. I didn't expect it to really be beast. That's fire. That's fire. Yeah, it's cool. It reminds me of the Godzilla. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. Uh, on the case, the cover it had fucking Godzilla's eyeball just looking and shit. Oh, the two thousand. Movie, yeah, I think Jeff mm-hmm. Goldblum, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Class of World podcast, and we are here blessed with the brothers from Comic Con podcast. We have Jules and King Castro. Yes, oh. sir, we in the building in the Comic Cons, live and direct. You know what it is, boys. <laughs> Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> Before we got this uh, podcast started, uh, we kind of had a miscommunication. So um, my homie Jules <laughs> over here just going off. But brother, you know, you have your other podcast called the uh, Socks On or Off podcast. Can you just go off on that with what you just said to us before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah man unfortunately it's not gonna sound as good but um the the whole gist of my podcast is a um real life scenario or a um conversation about different topics so i had comedians on i've had uh, entertainers i've had people talk about mental health um talk about relationships so i just tried to get down to the basics of human interaction and human communication uh, so that other people can have an outlet uh, that they may not have with others or even hear something new. So that's basically mm-hmm. my uh, podcast on the whole. So I saw your um, your podcast. So is it just filmed in your living room? Yeah, yeah, in my living room. Uh, I normally will go to the person if they feel more comfortable at their house or wherever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But normally it's at my apartment. So it's like never Zoom though, huh? No, no. So this is my first one. It's actually uh, mm-hmm. uh, you both are first. You both are first. Yeah, to me it's a little better because I'm not getting that. I don't know that energy wave or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let me 
Jules, tell them about the uh, Martin and Gina podcast too. Oh yeah, man. So that so Martin and Gina's Diary is a relationship podcast that I came up with to find the uh, the the road to happiness, the road to marriage. Um, we all are going to have difficult uh, marriages. We're all going to have uh, different times of uh, disagreements with our partner. But I wanted to get. Um, different perspective from either women or men to see what they love in a partner, how they want to be loved, and hopefully build up a series of uh, positivity and love so people can live happier and um, eventually find their Martin or their Gina and be and be happy forever. Damn, so do you guys like, well, I know Castro's married, huh? Um, what about you, Jules? Do you have anybody... Um, unfortunately not. So that's the reason why I came up with this um, this series specifically. Mm. I actually got out of a four-year relationship with uh, my son's mom. And the, the man I was then is not the man I am now. So I want to build this part of my life to be uh, someone desirable, somebody that um, would be, I don't know, to, uh, choose worthy mm. so i just want to uh get all the information i can so when i find that wife uh it's easier this go around for sure man That's basically preparing good. yourself you know what i mean for when you do find that that yeah wife, you know what i mean I yeah that. for sure yeah i mean especially women even though everyone's different they all, all want to be loved the same they want to be taken care of financially um emotionally all that other fun stuff but to get deeper into the mind of a woman is what I really want to figure out to hopefully, you know, be a good husband one day. Mm. Man, I mean, like for me, dude, I mean, it's been a while since I've been in an actual relationship. I mean, it's just been hit or miss. Um, mm-hmm. But I have been single for the last seven years, going on eight years. You know, it's it's difficult to be in a relationship now because... You see it on TikTok, you see it on, you know, social media about um, women cheating and women just using men and all that stuff like that. And for me, it's kind of like, you know, she's going to come around in my path, you know, here or there, but it's just like a hit or miss, you know, when when that time happens, I'll know what happens because mm-hmm. like you said, you know, we're all different. We all want to be loved in a certain type of way. And, and I think that is possible, you know. Just manifest it, manifest that love, man. It's it's a process, boys. It's definitely a process. You know what I'm saying? I just got done with my tour of being a hoe and getting hoed and all of that great, horrible shit. You know what I mean? I uh, stumbled upon my wife, uh, you know what I'm saying, by chance. You know, I'm very lucky Mm. to uh, step into the position that I'm in, bro. It's something that I honestly... Never considered ever happening. You know what I'm saying? I was uh, done with that kind of shit and then found that one. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's about finding that one. And the key to doing that, I, very, I feel, and you boys tell me if you disagree, but it's about finding you first, mm-hmm. getting in touch with you, building who the fuck you are, learning to love you. And then that one steps into the door. You know what I mean? Hopefully. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Usually that's how it works. But yeah. <laughs> But the Comic-Con wanna... podcast, bros, man. Let's talk about that, dude. 
I mean, I see you guys are more comic book lovers than me. I mean, you guys always, uh, you guys have your spills here and there on you guys' show, you know, going back and forth and who's better, you know, with the Batman thing. Why does that keep being the highlight? It's They like us to argue, Jules. Jules thinks Black Panther can beat Batman, and he's it's probably the most incorrect statement I've ever heard come from my brother. And as his brother, like, I'm here to hold you accountable, son. Like, it's Batman over everything. You're crazy. Any statement you make after this is wrong. I will bet my kidney on it. I will bet my left, your left testicle. My left testicle. I need my left testicle because the right one. I love work. you so much, and I'm willing to bet that because Batman. No, that's my answer. How uh, about this? How about this? How about this? Black Panther is just the African Bruce Wayne. I mean, that's valid. Like that's. Can true. we agree? Can we agree to that? That's true shit. Um, Tom's like this. We just did brother. the nuts. We just never say that to me again. <laughs> never say that to me again, Jules. Not in public, man. But yeah, man, we uh, you know, I told you about the comic cons a little bit last time, but now mm-hmm. I I got my brother here, so yeah. you know what I'm saying. Uh, we actually met sometime back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I saw I saw my boy doing this thing uh, with the socks on or off podcast, and one thing I had peeped is my brother is substance filled. He he asks the questions that are uh, gonna hit 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 the heart. You know what I mean? And whenever I first started with all due respect podcast, not to get off on a tangent, Rob, but you know that's what I do, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So when I was doing with all due respect, man, whenever I very first started that my podcast was about, you know what I'm saying? This is the, with all due respect podcast where we express our truest thoughts, feelings, and emotions. It's home of the emotionally naked. And for those of you that don't like it with all due respect, fuck you. I had lost that essence, that essence of true self, who the fuck you are, who, you know what I mean? Things like that, digging into who somebody really is. That's what made my interviews matter is because I was talking about the shit that matters. I lost that essence because I just interviewed motherfucker after motherfucker and, then I saw Jules and it reminded me of a, a younger me in a sense when it came to the podcast and shit. And, you know, I brought him on to be uh, my co-host. I had to have the guy, you know what I mean? And then a little bit after that, uh, you know what I mean? We, we decided we, we both love the fuck out of comics. We found that common ground. Jules, do you want to take it? Yeah, buddy. So we were uh, just going to, uh, what was it? Comic Empire? The we're driving the comic empire. empire, and um, I think you were talking to the owner of Impulse at the time, and you were like, "Man, how cool would it be to have a comic book podcast at the comic book store?" Shit, we looked at each other and was like, "Let's let's try." So you right. shoot buddy a text, and he was like, "Yeah." So right when we got the confirmation, man, we were super excited. Uh, we started doing dates and shit, how we we're going to set everything up, and right. uh, we chose a Saturday at at noon. And shit, every we are on episode nine. True, every indeed. Saturday at noon. It uh, it was kind of a you know, what I mean, by chance thing, right? Like I said, on with all due respect, my final episode almost. So no, actually, it was on the Socks On or Off podcast. The second time I've been on your show thus far, right at my crib, we were sitting there and we did a whole episode on you had been collecting some comics as of late. Yep. you know what I mean. In, yep. in that episode, I don't know if I had restarted collecting yet. Did I have? Shit I'm not sure. Time? I don't think I did. I think you kind of inspired me to get back into it. Uh, me and the wife had been talking about it and shit. And then I saw you collecting, and then you know I started fucking grabbing books again. So did the wife. Shout out to her. She collects hella horror comics, guys. Uh, it's not only superheroes, kids. As I've shown Jules, Jules will tell you is fucking crime noir. There's fucking 
all kinds of cool shit out there in the world of comic books. But anyway, we, on the Socks On or Off podcast is really, if you want to be honest, that's episode one. That's the pilot episode of what yeah, we do that's now. The pilot, man. So, that's what got to start. That's a beautiful one. That's our it pilot. Really is. That's a that's where it all started. Uh, like Joel said, we were on our way to Comic Book Empire because we decided, hey, we like each other outside of podcasting. Because, like I said, we did some shows together. Uh, we never really hung out. You know what I'm saying? We never got the we didn't we didn't do that. Uh, and it's like that with me and a lot of people. I do just business podcast, podcast, podcast. I never get to spend time with you know what I'm saying friends. And me and Jules decided, hey, let's go out on the slim because it's tough to find friends. Mm. You know, and let's go out on the slim. Let's go fucking do some comic book hunting together. Uh, and it was an amazing experience. We got to dig through some crates. Uh, Jules found out just how much comic books fucking cost. He, uh, I, I remember he grabbed like twelve books, went up to the cash register. And they they hit him with a fat ass price. He looked back at me like, "Yo, son, like, what do you say? <laughs> These books cost, kids. Uh, get a job. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But all that day, that's when the cons were born, man. And shout out to Impulse Creations. They they let us, excuse me, record there every Saturday, man, at noon. So we're happy. We it's need to get thirty percent off all comics and subscriptions, kids. Uh, I will say, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a huge honor. I want to say this because I like being, you know, gay about shit. I want to say this live on your podcast, uh, my brother, because, you know what I mean? I got my man here. I'm really happy he is here. Jules, you know, it's a huge blessing. I found somebody that I could fucking be a geek and a nerd with. You know what I mean? Uh it's not something you come across a lot. You know, I'm I'm a big part of the rap community. I've been doing this rap shit for quite some time. And uh, in that scene, oftentimes, man, you know, me personally, hip-hop is about being yourself, kids. Don't ever change it. But I've found myself at times, you know, putting on a front, putting on a face that isn't necessarily mine, trying to be tough or this and that and, you know, going with the crowd. That's not the way. Uh, due to my wife and due to Jules, you know, they give me a, an avenue to be the truest and happiest version of me, man. And it really makes me happy to have you as a partner, brother. And that's why I'm so excited to have him here today, man. This is our second shout out to Russell Sun Eagle. You know how I do, Rob. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got to shout <laughs> the guy. Uh, you know what I mean? He got our first me and him podcast the other day outside of our own shit. And now here we are with number two and you're both our first Zoom show, man. We're, we're just building, man. We're trying to get better. Uh it's amazing to be doing it at Comic-Con. I'm not trying to talk all day, guys. I'm sorry. You guys know I just go. Uh, we've been trying to do it at a Comic-Con, man. I want to say uh, also to, like, it's a huge blessing to be fucking recording at Impulse Creations as well. Uh, that That's always been my dream back back when I first started fucking, you know, podcast and started off with Living With My Wife, Batman, and Hip Hop podcast. And it was like, oh, I'm going to fucking record at a comic shop and record at a Comic-Con. And here we are at a comic shop in kids June 18th, is it, Jules? June 18th, be there, be square. We're going to be at a Comic-Con. Not on a panel, but on a booth. We will be in a panel soon. Our own fucking panel talking comics in front of you guys, man. So, all right, I'm done. I'll shut up now. You guys do your thing. <laughs> I think it's fucking cool that you guys can do a podcast in a comic book store and just, like, you know, be your guys' self, man. Because every time I look at you guys' pod um, on uh, YouTube, you know, you guys are just chilling. You know, people are shopping around in the background, you know, doing their thing. And you guys are just, you know, spitting it up and just fucking, you know, laughing and talking shit to each other. And it's funny. That's the vibe, man. I almost feel like uh, the way I like to view it is, you know, they're basically cucking while we're over there getting busy in the corner. You know what I'm saying? Right, guys? Yeah. No. 
I had I had to be weird really quick. Sorry. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> it's all right, brother. We got you. But yeah, man, we love it. I like I like being in the uh the comic shop is fucking amazing, bro. Uh people ask us questions. It's a great way to acquire fans. It's like what if what the fuck are you guys over here doing? And we're yeah. podcasting about comics. What's your favorite comic? And then, you know, we're in there. You know what I mean? And those little kids be walking by because that sky zone is over there in the corner. Yep. That's really dope to see them like excited to be like, oh, what they're doing. What mm-hmm. are they doing? Golly. We got the opportunity the other day to talk to a guy. Do you remember his name, Jules? No. Shout out to me. Shout out to you. Uh, not you, Jules. The guy. All right, because Batman's better than Black Panther. We got to talk to a random guy the other day, man. We were just over there looking at the comic book rack. We always look at the comics before we go to sit down. Uh, we do a smoke, two smoke breaks, a piss break, and fucking look at everything that's new. You know what I'm saying? Before we record. So we've made it to our, like, let's look at the comics part of the, the show. You know what I mean? And we're sitting there looking, and there's this other guy, and I pull a book off, and he, he starts talking to me about artists. I start riffing with him about artists and writers and shit like that. And uh, Before we got to get started with the show, man, we ended up just really making uh, good friends with the guy. You know what I mean? And uh, he checked. He, I saw he subscribed the other day, man, and uh, he was a really cool guy, man. We got to find out that he was an artist himself and all mm-hmm. kinds of cool shit. Like, that's the coolest thing about doing the podcast in the comic store is, like, we're not just we're, – we're we're with the people that we're fucking talking to. Like, we're right there live with our people, you know, with the audience, and that's a feeling you can't replace, man. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, going back to Batman and, uh, you know, Black Panther, have you guys ever watched uh, Superhero Beatdown? I have. I have. So Superhero Beatdown, then really quick, I want to make sure I'm on the right one. Superhero Beatdown is where they give you, like, the analytics and shit like that of the fight. Am yeah. I correct? Yeah, they have, like, two actors playing uh, mm-hmm. the characters. And then there was this one with Thomas Wayne versus, um, was it uh, Black Panther's brother? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen that one. I don't think I've seen it. But you guys had to watch okay. that one. That was a really we good will- one. Will it solve this argument we've been having? Me and Jules have been having this argument since. I no, because I, I sent him. It was um, de- death battle or something. Death uh, battle. That's what I was thinking about. Death battle. Yeah, and, and Black Panther killed killed uh, Batman. That's a lie. It's a lie. No, He's lying. He murdered him. For so I do know Bat under Bat Bat in the Sun. I think it's called. It's a YouTube thing. Yeah, Bat in the they Sun. Do it. Is that what you're talking about, mm-hmm. the superhero beatdowns? Yeah. Yes, bro. Jules, we got to watch this. If they got a fucking Batman with be it Thomas Wayne or Bruce, Killmonger or T'Challa, I don't give a fuck. We're watching that. That is how we'll find our winner, my brother. I'm telling you, man. I feel you. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. You guys have to watch it you guys yourself and explain and talk to each other on uh, you guys' pod and see what, <laughs> see what happens, man. Definitely. We might. I think... Uh, what would be really cool is if we did like reviews of those, right? Because they got several in those fights. Uh, shout out to Bat and the Sun. Those fights are done so fucking well. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And you've seen them. You know what I'm talking Like they're done really well. And sometimes they even have alternate endings, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning of the videos, you get to see like uh, they go around and ask people in the Comic-Cons at Comic-Cons and shit, who, who do you think would win? And like, you know, that's kind of how they come up with their winner. That's how they 
you know, put the statistics together. It's, it's, it's really dope, really well put together, man. Uh, the choreography is amazing. The acting is pretty damn good. You know what I'm saying? Actually, one of my favorite versions of Batman, I don't remember the guy's name, but it's the guy who always plays Batman in there. He's phenomenal. I follow him on Facebook, trying to get an interview with the guy one of these days. But, yeah, it's it's really good. It's really good. We're definitely, I think a review segment would be a fun thing. UK, yeah, yeah, I think it'd be dope. <laughs> Hell yeah. So when you guys like uh when you guys go through comics, um what comic book right now are you guys like looking at or you guys have finished doing and stuff like that? So you want me to take it, Jules, or you got it? Yeah, go ahead, brother. So uh, me and Jules are currently together reading Lazarus Planet. He's a bit ahead of me because I've been slacking reading other shit. Uh but Lazarus Planet is the one we're currently covering. So uh, Lazarus Planet is like the big event before the big event right now in DC. Uh, they're about to do a kind of a reboot, restart uh, in the DC comic books, and Lazarus Planet is the cause of that. And we're just kind of leading up to that that big event of the reset, uh, which we're really excited about. Uh, is that what, all we're reading together, Jules? Yeah, together, yeah. Together. And then I personally, I'm reading Batman, of course, just regular Batman I think we just did issue 133. Uh, um, what else am I fucking reading right now? Batman, mainly. Uh, uh, Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. Yeah, anything Batman related, like, I'm, that's me. And then Jules, take it, brother. Yeah, man. So, of course, Lazarus Planet. But I've uh, got onto this um, Power Rangers nice. and Ninja Turtles. If you it's guys can't dope. see us, Jules just pulled out the issue just right there. Bow! For you guys. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, that one's really interesting. Um, the Green Ranger is working for the Foot, and the Ninja Turtles are trying to figure out who this guy is. Power Rangers think they're trying to attack Green Ranger. All this fun shit. I uh, come to find out, Green Ranger um, is trying to save somebody that he knows in the Foot Clan, and then it's just the Power Ranger Ninja Turtles teaming up to defeat Shredder, and then the other lady that's a villain in the in the Power Ranger universe. Mm. But that's basically it. So let me ask you both, what is your prized possession in you guys' collection? Mm. I had to look that's back. A- We're doing audio, right? We're going to be yeah. doing audio on this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to. I'm looking around, guys, for those of you at home. Um, so I have a really awesome uh, Planet of the Apes poster. I'm a humongous Planet of the Apes fan. I don't know if we got into this last time, but uh, Planet of the Apes is my favorite fucking trilogy of all times. I don't care about no damn Star Wars, no damn Lord of the Rings, all that. that that's cool, but Planet of the Apes is it for me. So I have this old French Planet of the Apes poster. I love, man. It's, it's probably... And then I got this Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller statue. I love Frank Miller Dark Knight Returns. That's probably my two biggest, you know what I mean, prize possessions i love the fuck out of those yeah um me i don't have like prize possessions just yet i'm still looking for some stuff that i will really enjoy um i do got my my posters here my uh, one piece posters Mm -hmm. those are really lit and then of course my action figures that i got i displayed them on the uh comic cons podcast those are really nice uh really my first two action figures that are uh, a display of mine so those are really sentimental i guess uh, so I had to choose. Can my bad? I didn't want to cut you off. No, you good, buddy. I, I finished. 
So fun fact about Joel's kids for you guys listening at home. A lot of people don't know this. My brother's actually just getting into collecting, man. So everything you guys are getting on our podcasts here, anywhere, like it's 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 happening now. Jules is a brand new collector, so he, the, everything you guys will see in his collection is stuff he's just getting. It's coming in like it's all new. Jules is new to the whole world of this nerdy ass shit, so it's amazing. He's a big anime head as well. If you guys don't know that at home, too, he's yeah, more of an anime, anime guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm the comic guy. He's a comic guy too because he's you know we comic cons, but Jules is. Deep dark passion. It's that anime mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? That is true. So man, dude. Yeah. I mean, I never could uh well, I do get into anime, but it's most like Dragon Ball Z. Um mm-hmm. One Piece, a lot oh, of people cool. has um tried to push me to go to uh you no know, One Piece, but it's like starting now, there's so many shows right now, man. But it's so it's so beautiful. I started I'm on like seven something now, and I'm excited. I still have 300 episodes left. Like that's how it gets. You'll get excited the more episodes that come out because you don't want it to end. Mm. Like One Piece is really that good. So what's your favorite? What's your like? Is that your favorite anime? Is One Piece? No, I just something I'm watching right now. Of course. Every anime that I, I'm currently watching is my favorite, quote-unquote favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one that I fell in love with was Naruto, of course. Um, that's when I first started to get into, like, anime fully. Because, of course, everybody um, everybody from the hood saw Dragon Ball on, on Cartoon Network. So we all loved that. But Naruto is where I got the, the, the nerdiness from. So that's by far my favorite. That and Assassination Classroom. That one almost made me cry. Like the only anime that almost made me cry. Mm. So shout out to both of those. Man, I mean, there's like, there's this one anime um, that did the same thing that always made me cry. That was that uh, fucking what's that movie? What's that thing? Um, anime called? Uh, it's with the the kid with the the arrow on his head. The arrow? Yeah, fucking like, Avatar. Like Avatar, that, yeah, anime? Avatar. <laughs> You, you think Avatar. you call that anime? <laughs> it's an anime, bro. Like, fuck what they talking about. So, like, there's a big argument mm. in the anime community that because it's Western, oh. you know what I mean? Western being made in the United States, it, it doesn't qualify as anime. But if you no, look at the animation, no, the storyline, it's an it's an anime, bro. Mm. All I'm saying is an anime. There's a lot more blood. There is no blood in this one. I just, I feel like... <laughs> The new vibe is for me and Jules to argue. I disagree highly. That's an <laughs> anime to me. I mean, it's an anime, bro. All I'm saying, if if the last Airbender was like written Japanese version, it, it would blow the American version out the water. I disagree highly. Look, bro, the storyline is phenomenal on Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's shitting. I'm, I don't. I don't mean this. It's shitting on Naruto. It's shitting on Bleach. It's shitting on One Piece. I'm losing so many fans right now as we talk. I don't mean any of this. How about this? How about this? How about this? you want to know something? Yeah, Angel yeah. bitch. That's crazy that he would say that. <laughs> Avatar: The Last Airbender is a phenomenal uh, TV show, though. I will say that Naruto will punch Ang in the mouth. A funny story about whenever me and the wife watched, uh, not Naruto, fucking Avatar. Uh, we were both in the bed eating, uh, you know what I'm saying, some hot wings. And we oh, ordered, uh, we ordered, uh, 
what's it called? We we had it wasn't like hot wings from a restaurant though. So we went to Walmart, cop the hot ones pack of hot wings. Have you guys seen these? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went and copped those, and they come with different sauces from Hot Ones, bro. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And as we're eating them shits, we're both butt naked in the bed, right? My thick ass, her thick ass, just eating butt ass naked watching Avatar. You know what I mean? And I go to the hottest sauce, bro. The moment I dip that shit, put it in my mouth, I throw up Touch all over did. our white blanket. All over, bro. Ruined the vibes horribly. Damn. But we did finish the show. Not with the throw up in the bed. Like we got up, we cleaned ourselves, and then like came back, and we're like... You know, we watched this. That's show. how you know how trash that TV show is. You threw up. That's crazy. You're like, Ugh, what is this garbage? Um, I'm revoking your Comic Con card right now. <laughs> You're done. Nah. Yeah. Um, dude. Um, but Avatar Fire. Well, dude, uh, Castro, dude. Uh, you know, I was talking, talking to Russell when I was talking to my other homie that uh, I was like, man, I haven't drawn in a long time. Of doing like you know sketches and stuff like that, and when I was sitting in my truck, I was just saying, "No, dude, I'm gonna draw King Castro." So that's, that's why I did that. yeah, I did that sketch of you, and that's you're giving me ideas, man. Like, because I haven't, like I said, I haven't drawn it in a long time, dude, and mm-hmm. that could just like push me to that artistic abilities, you know, just to push myself out there again, and you know, to try the stuff that's different, and then. You know, you told me to shoot up uh, of you and Jules, you know, mm-hmm. you as uh, Nightwing and Jules as, uh, what's his name? Aqualad. Um, Aqualad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And was, yeah, and I was like, shit. And I was like, thinking about it, I, like, I haven't drawn, so I'm going to do some more sketches and, mm-hmm. you know, just to build myself up again to get into that that uh, that level of comic book drawing again. Mm-hmm. I I will say, man, your picture of me is the most accurate of me I have seen. Like uh, a lot of people fuck up the beard game. A lot of people fuck up the nose. I I loved. I don't know if you got to see the picture of me, Jules, that that my man did here. Uh, I thought it was fucking phenomenal, bro. You made me look like a hip hop legend in that shit. It was That's beautiful. Dope. So I fucking loved it. Uh, and I'm happy you're getting back into art, man. I think that that's incredible. Uh, you know what I'm saying? From from the shit I've seen of your work, I, I'm 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 excited to see what it, where it goes. I would love to see you drawing in a comic book eventually, though, man. That's what I'm really looking to see. You know what I'm saying? I, I think you could do it. That's what um, like before we started the pod, before I started this podcast, um, before uh, me and before um, Oki podcast, mm-hmm. um. You know, we were shooting, I was, I was on school back then. And so I was thinking about, you know, doing a comic book one time, you know, just like just mm-hmm. fucking around and just doing and starting one. And, you know, all after that sketch that I did of you and then that sketch that I did of Russell as Murdoch. Um, that was crazy too, by the way. Oh, thanks brother. And, uh, you know, it just made me think that, you know, I could do something. I could do something with this. You know, I could start something of um, doing another, doing a comic book or, you know, putting like covers like, oh, this is my idea. Don't steal it, people. But I was thinking about um, uh, starting upon doing the podcast, but, you know, as characters, all of us, me, you, Jules, and just uh, sitting on the couch or something, just, you know, talking mm-hmm. but in comic book form, like, because I was an animation artist too. 
that'd be dope as shit. That's the thing, brother, is like you also have that advantage. Mm-hmm. I don't see any reason you couldn't get onto your own comic books, making your own shit. Um, you know what I mean? You could probably write your own stories as well. You know what I mean? But you also have the added advantage, Rob, of like you also know how to animate. Uh, you're a podcaster. One of the coolest things I've ever seen done is, you know, people just taking the conversations, the audio from these podcasts and just fucking animating them, making cartoon characters out of them. Uh, Smodcast, Kevin Smith, yeah, he has a guy who does similar things like that. If you guys look it up on YouTube, he hasn't done it in many years. But, you know, you'll just see them talking, you know, telling their stories like we are now. But it'll be an animated version of whatever's happening in that story. That'd be cool as shit. Rob, I think you could definitely do something like that, brother. Both things, comic books and animator. Like, why? And then, like, my question to you is, you know, and challenge is why not? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Why not, brother? It's just another added thing to the to the Rob classics. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah, it's, I know it's going to take a lot of work, but it's going to be worth it, it will. in the end, man. 100%. I agree. Anything worth having, brother, is, you know, obviously going to take work. You know what I mean? It definitely is. And it sucks. It sucks sometimes. But, like, also, like, to bounce off of that, though, but the journey, the fucking journey we get, we get the opportunity every day to fucking, as we're dreamers, we're all three dreamers here. You know, Russ is a dreamer. Magnez is a dreamer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we all get the uh, – it's it's an opportunity. It's a blessing. Like, the fact that we get to go through these these trials and these hurdles to, to make it to the top of whatever our top is and then set a new top because we're builders. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it drives me crazy. It's one of the coolest fucking things. I talk to my wife about this all the time. Like, damn, I got to go do another show. Damn, nobody's showing up to my shit. Damn, nobody's tuning in. But guess what? One day, one day, kids. You know what I mean? Like – it's a blessing. We learn so many fucking lessons. We meet so many amazing people. Like, why not, brother? We can do this. Like, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. 100%, man. And speaking of Magnez, um, I was talking to him yesterday. And <laughs> he fucking had that. Like, he can see it in his face because he got mad because I haven't seen Jaws. Yep. Yep, that's Magnez. He will jump on your ass for that shit. I also, Magnez, if you listen, I have not seen Jaws yet. And I haven't seen any of your Bloodsport movies. What is that? Jean-Claude Van Damme or whatever. I've never oh, seen a man. Van Damme movie. Yeah, and then Russell got on to me because I haven't seen uh, No Country for Old Men. I mean, I mean I'm going to get on you for that. I have seen bits and pieces, but I haven't finished the movie. It's It's really good. It's really, it's well worth the watch. You got Tommy Lee Jones uh, as the sheriff, and then you got Thanos, fucking Cable. Uh, what's his name? Josh Brolin, bro. Phenomenal, my guy. You yeah. would love it. It's so good. And it's so Tarantino-esque. I think you would have an absolute blast of a time, man. You know what I mean? Mm. Dude, what's, yeah. what's on your fingers, man? I mean, have you been eating hot Cheetos? I have. So little <laughs> did you know, uh, before this, I was actually hosting trivia. Jules was present to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had a big fucking canister, like fucking bucket of hot Cheetos, bro. And me and my whole crew, I had uh, me there, my wife, obviously. Uh, Jules showed up. Um, uh, my boy Lovelace, JDB the Realist, and his wife Diamond. Uh, and we were just all fucking just munching down on hot Cheetos at a bar. Probably very unsanitary, mm-hmm. but... 
so worth it. I'm so hungry. Like I still haven't eaten dinner. So, you know what I mean? Those hot Cheetos came in clutch, my boy. Have you been here? And, uh, well, I'm living in Arizona, but have you been to Cali? I haven't. Jules is from Cali. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Have you had the, from mm, have you ever had those hot Cheetos that are still in the chips, but they put like um, cheese sauce and meat, kind of sada? Yeah. So, so we're from Tulsa, and you can get it here. Really? They do. They yeah, have a place. Like, we have uh, like a hot Cheeto burrito. They'll put like your carne asada, your whatever, and then add some hot Cheetos to it. So I haven't had that, but I'll tell you, there's this there's this uh, Mexican spot over there off of like uh, I don't know if you've been here, Rob. Uh, you, if you haven't, I can't wait till you do. We're gonna have the podcast live together. Um, you, they have this uh, Mexican spot over off of uh, I think it's called what is that twenty first and. Off of 21st and Garnett, I think. Anyway, you pull up over there, man. My wife's favorite thing to order is the hot Cheeto uh, nacho fries. So they give you the fries, the hot Cheetos, the queso, and the asada. And it's it's pretty decent. You know what I mean? Yeah, that shit pretty bomb, man. It's cool. It's cool. What's yeah, that I mean, place called? It ain't called? my favorite, but it's cool. What's your favorite, Castro? My favorite is anything with barbacoa meat. My guy, that is the meat of a god. And I eat that <laughs> every time. Barbacoa on tacos, barbacoa. On tortas, on burritos. I'm putting barbacoa meat all in there. Jeez. I just got some today, actually, from the uh, burrito truck down the street. So barbacoa or the hot Cheetos? Barbacoa. Nice. Nice. I approve of this. Proof <laughs> <I approve laughs> of this. It's good. It's good. It's really good. So, Castro, do you have uh, on your twist? Do you ever um, play the game Batman? The new one? So I have. So I actually started my Twitch off with uh, playing through the Arkham series, the Batman Arkham series, a phenomenal series of games. I think you get three games. You get Batman Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, uh, well, Arkham Origins, and then Arkham Knight. I played through all four of those live with my audience, man. That's how I built up my audience initially was playing those, and I'm probably going to revisit that every year just because I'm such a big fan of those games. I try on my Twitch to stick to what I know and love, uh, which is superhero games, man. That's usually what I play. Superhero games, every now and then my audience talks me into fucking horrible-ass horror games. I'm a complete weenie. But other than that, I'm usually playing superhero games. So you played the uh, the new, besides the Batman one, I know they came out with the Marvel one, like Marvel's what, Avengers. Um, it was like with Venom, uh, Ghost Rider. So I haven't, Midnight Sun. Midnight, I haven't yeah. played Midnight Suns. I don't think I will, guys. Not to let anybody down if you're listening, but uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns has a card based gameplay, and that's my that's, yeah, that's not my style. I'm a I, I like to punch shit. I like to run up. And, you know, mash buttons. That's really my style. I am playing Marvel's Avengers currently mm-hmm. on my Twitch. So that that's Marvel. But, you know, I'm a DC head, Rob. But I love Marvel, too. You know what I mean? Have you read that one comic book that they mashed up DC and Marvel together? I actually, I actually have. I think they've done it a total of two times. Audience, if I'm wrong, troll the hell out of me. But I have. I actually used to own them in my old, old collection. And I had both... Uh, both runs of the DC versus Marvels. And mm. They were pretty dope. I did. I did. Uh, Batman and Cap team up on one of them, uh, and they fight. You know what I mean? It, it was really cool. Dark yeah. Claw. I hope he beat Cap's ass. 
I don't. I don't. Actually, they ended up the way the fight went is uh, you just hear Jules at the back yelling like, "Guys, I want you to know Jules isn't even at. He isn't even where he needs to be to be recording anymore. He's fucking. I don't know where he went. He's probably in the bathroom. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But uh, the way the fight went is Batman and Cap started banging it out, and then halfway through, they you know as they're fighting, they're talking as I guess people do. Uh, you know, they're discussing their beliefs and they realize like, yo, you know what? We kind of think alike. And then they team up. Mm. So that's how that went. Yeah. My bad, Rob. What were you saying? Uh, I just lost my train of thought, but yeah, I read that a long time ago. And then I remember like, cause I was looking through my old stack of comic books that I have here. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude, like I want to, like one of these guys ever read these, um, the DC and Marvel and the, um, What's the one they they called um, when Batman and Ninja Turtles team up? Batman and Ninja Turtles. That's fire. I, well, I have a... I actually got that one. It's really good. I haven't read it yet, but it, it looks good. Same. I don't own it. I haven't read it, but it is on the to read list. One thing Jules keeps pushing uh, for us to check out. He's currently reading uh, Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles, uh, but also Ninja Turtles and Batman. Uh, I am a big fan of the superhero mashup, superhero team up books, uh, superhero crossovers. So those are definitely on the list of things we are going to read coming soon. Um, you know, what I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for team up books, bro. Any book I can get five or six fucking heroes at a time. Like it's just all the better, especially if it has a good storyline on it. I remember that they came out with this comic book a long time ago um, with Batman and Predator. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How cool is that? You mm-hmm. get Batman and Predator. All we need now is Batman and Planet of the Fucking Apes, and then I'm gonna, I'd be satisfied. I'd, I'd. Well, he never yeah. fought Gorilla Grodd. He has, but it's not. Caesar will beat the shit out of Gorilla Grodd, bro. He will, bro. Gorilla Grodd trash, bro. Caesar. Gorilla Grodd <laughs> is a mother loving telepathic ape. It don't matter, bro. Apes together, strong. It no, don't Gorilla. He will with- smash him. Look, man. See, see, his Caesar's brain is not fully matured like a human. Caesar is intelligent. He's smarter than a majority of humans. Tell me, I'm wrong. He's smarter than true. Okay, true. But Gorilla Grodd will put him under mind control, and Caesar fuck up. Nah, bro. It don't matter. Look at me. me. I'm Caesar. Caesar going to talk to him in the right ways, and Gorilla Grodd going to be like, you know what? You're right. Apes together strong, and he's going to start teaming up with Caesar, bro. Caesar, a leader. A leader, my guy. You know what I'm saying? He's smart. Yeah. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think they came up with the, um, with the comic book when DC uh, superheroes turned gorillas. Really? I haven't seen that. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Right, crazy. I've not I, heard that. Yeah, I think that Gorilla Grodd, like, forgive, uh, forgive me, people, but you know, if you guys are comic book heads, they're turning in. Um, I know this one uh, comic book that you know Gorilla Grodd um, takes over and you know turn does this thing and does this thing and just turns everybody you know into gorillas. And so the the Justice League um, take over and try to like. Turn every everybody back into human form, but I have not read that. I'm actually looking it up right now. Uh, I'm going to try to. I'm trying to get you some info on it right now as we're speaking. That sounds incredible. That's everything I want: superheroes and apes. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fucking gorillas. Hold on one second, guys. I'm I'm searching. I think it was on the. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched Justice League Unlimited. That show. I have. I have, I have watched Justice League um, Unlimited. I'm a big fan. I think the book you're talking about is JL Ape, Gorilla Warfare. Um, it's a comics crossover. Um, hold on, I'm going to read it to you. It's a comics crossover uh, event published in the various DC annuals in 1999, one of many crossovers. And here on the cover, it has everybody, Batman, Flash, Wonder Woman, Superman, Martian Manhunter, all of them as gorillas. Uh, I don't quite know the storyline, though. didn't give me a description, but mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Check that out on you guys' pod, man. Read it. We definitely might. I'll probably read it this week sometime while I'm at work. So I'm excited. Did I you, didn't know about that. Did you guys read the, uh, did you guys watch the new Shazam? Shazam. So I have watched half of it. I'm actually supposed to go back and potentially see it tomorrow night. Uh, I started watching it uh, the other night at the theaters and uh, we ended up having to leave early. We had an emergency that I had to go tend to. Um, but I plan on going back and finishing from the first half from what I did see. Um, you know what I mean? It's a good movie. It'll be, it's, it's cool. Uh, you know, it, the story's not super memorable, but there's enough fun in it to keep you having a good time. You know what I'm saying? So that's cool. But I'm going to go finish it this, uh, hopefully tomorrow. I'm actually supposed to be doing a movie review of it, uh, over on the film fan club, uh, I don't know when it is. Me and Jules are potentially both supposed to do it. We'll see. Next Saturday? Yeah, next Saturday. We're supposed to be on the film fan club, and we're supposed to review the Shazam 2 movie. Have you seen it yeah, yet? Yeah, it's going to make the time. No. I see it, though. I haven't seen that movie, but um, big fan of Shazam. Um, mm-hmm. I think he can kick uh, Superman's ass if he wanted to. He can. I don't know. After in- the video game Injustice 1. I don't know Shazam kicking anybody ass. Have y'all seen that? I, I don't remember. I don't remember so that. In the, in the video game Injustice oh. 1, Shazam was trying to go against Superman, and I think he turned him into Billy and melted his face off. See, I don't oh, remember shit. that. That Shazam <laughs> figure mind. is dope. Uh, Rob's holding up a Shazam figure. Your screen's a whole... Hold oh, really? Up. So I didn't see it. Yeah, that's Beast. That's Beast. What, what is see that? I see, uh, I see you, Castro. What uh? T- what, tell him to talk like, so I can switch over to him. What toy company is that? Uh, not NECA. Um, I have no idea. But I bought it like in a comic book store back in the day. It's just a little stand, I hear. Yeah, that thing is pretty incredible. I like the hell out of it. You're gonna have to show me your collection one day, bro. Nah, that's too much, man. A whole bunch of figures in my room. Especially in my <laughs> closet and storage, and it's just like a whole bunch. Of, it's like a I could sell my whole collection at a fucking you know a venue or something. I mean, that's how big it is. That's that's what I'm hoping to get as a collector, man. I just want too much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, currently, all I have is my one shelf. I'm very proud of my shelf, but coming soon, I'm gonna have this whole room full of action figures and cool-ass toys and shit like that. I'm even thinking about branching off of just my figures. I'm looking to get maybe some Ghostbusters stuff, some stuff from movies, Star Wars, and He-Man. I know we talked about He-Man last week. I've been binging He-Man ever since we talked. Uh, was it, Last week was when we sat down, right? Yeah, I watched that whole fucking ep- that season, man. 
So Good. my Netflix went out. Oh, You're talking about the Kevin Smith Masters yeah. of the Universe, right? Yeah. So yeah, Jules, you got to start watching He Man as well, so I can talk to you about it on our show. But I, I, I started episode one, and then I did two, and then fucking we didn't pay our Netflix bill, so we're supposed to be re upping that, and then I'll be starting. But I've been watching the fucking Rob. Here it is. I've been watching the original He Man. They're on YouTube. You can start with episode one right now, bro. Right fucking now, bro. So you know what I mean? Catch me over there. That's mm. what I'm doing, watching the original. And I will say it's corny. It's really corny. <laughs> I have the power. He says that like four times in an episode. I'm like, I get it. I know. I understand that. But like, where's, give me some story, guy. Uh, you know what I mean? But it, it's cool. I'm, I'm now a fan in a weird way. It's like, I like it, but I don't know why. Is it just because it's retro or am I into this? You know what I mean? Did you tell him about that, uh, that He-Man castle we found at the Toy Mart? Ooh. So we did find at the Vintage Toy Mall here in Tulsa over in actually Jinx it is. Um, th- they have a Castle Grayskull um, from way back in the day that's 90... 95? 95% complete. Uh, that's a humongous deal in the collector world. Uh, this Castle Grayskull that I'm talking about costs hella fucking money, man. It's hard to find, but they have one that's in box with a little damage to the box, but it's 95% complete. And that's insane, bro. That's money right there. Right there. I think they're only selling it for like $700. Right? Wasn't bad at all. Only $700. Only $700. That's my rent, kids. I would love to own one of those. And that's the thing. That's, I think it's the figure collecting that's getting me into He-Man. Now that I'm like wanting to collect He-Man, I'm like, oh, yeah, He-Man TV show. I'm a bit of fan since day one, and I'm such a fucking noob and know nothing of He-Man. I got to send you a poster of mine. It's the I found it um, here somewhere because I was looking through my collection. I have like a bunch of posters, and I say this on my podcast. I, I'm a fucking... Dude that collects movie posters, memorabilia and everything. But I found this one that it's still in box, still in case. That it's a He-Man um, movie poster wow. um, from the uh, original that came out in theaters. That's incredible, bro. That's amazing to own. Uh, yeah, man, I'd love to see that shit. Uh, like I said, you got to show me your collection, man. I would love to see that poster, bro. I'm fangirl. You know what I mean? That's so fucking dope. You know, I I don't know. I hope to get to your level with it. You know what I'm saying? Also, I wanted to say why you're saying that. Literally, look, man, any of your art that you just happen to want to send my way, I will hang it up in my studio with a frame. You know what I'm Mm. saying? As long as you sign it. But it would be dope as fuck to have some of your art in the studio. You know, like, uh, it's funny you say that. Like, not too many people have my artwork. Um, I think two people that I know that I've given that had that I gave artwork to and there's, they still have it to this day. And they asked me like, Hey man, you gotta start, you know, doing more artwork. And so I can hang it up my wall and I was telling mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, I know. But I just like, <laughs> do more. like, I'm always so like, like now just busy, but you know, starting to get back into artwork, you know, art, art in general, you know, has, you guys have pushed mm-hmm. me to, you know, go on that, go back on that artistic path and just, you know, keep pushing out art. Um, even though I do it on my covers here on my show and, but you know, it, it's not the same. It's not, you know, being hand drawn and stuff like that. I mean, digital work, I mean, it's, it's, I got to get there too, but, um, my, my original side 
of our origin is um, pen drawings and uh, pencil drawings. I haven't really done any paintings, but I got to get there too. But it's mostly like pen and or ink, ink drawings. I love that you're interested in potentially branching out into painting and shit. I will say my personal favorite when it comes to an artist, especially with like, you know, superheroes or anything like that is, is hand sketched. Like mm-hmm. it, there's nothing that compares that. I have a piece, uh, I don't know who it was by. I forgot a cop cop that at a Comic-Con a while back, but it's on like an original, uh, you know, paper that they draw comic books on. It has like the lines and shit like that. And it's just this big sketch of Batman black uh, with just black ink. And it's, it's phenomenal dude. So the fact that you, you do it by hand is, is amazing. A lot of people are moving into digital these days, especially for the comic books. Uh, I'm working on a comic book right now. You know what I'm saying? With the wife uh, and we're talking about potentially doing our art uh, digital unless we reach out for an artist or something like that. I, and that's kind of the lane I'm thinking I'm going to end up in uh, yeah. just because I got to concentrate so much on story. But yeah. Yeah. It's like my art teacher um, professor told me one time that, you know, um, hand drawn sketches is going to be a lost art because mm-hmm. everything is going into the new age of digital. And right. it's going to be harder for someone to draw sketches like um that i was doing was drawing like um like disney type style and stuff like that mm-hmm. like to draw one paper and keep going to a hundred pages and just flip through them and they're doing something and it takes yeah. a long time to do stuff like that so it's gonna, it yeah, takes a lot was, of work oh go ahead you got it brother oh yeah no i i totally agree even when i watched like eat master on um i think it was paramount Mount or whatever, yeah. they was tracing from their tablets and everything. And I'm like, I thought you guys were supposed to be artists. And like, so I see where you're saying that that uh, you know hand art or that free art will be you know lost because of all this digital stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's such a that's such a loss to the culture of you know comic books and things, man. That's that's our origin. That's where it all started. And I feel like it should continue. I'm not saying we shouldn't use digital. Digital's great. It does, as you were saying, it gets the job done faster, right? And if we have a mm-hmm. date to get out our comic and we need it done, like that's great. And you could do some amazing things on that. But the, there's still something precious to to the hand drawn stuff. And then also, like with everything going digital, like that scares me in the sense of like, you know, we have all our comic book stores right now, guys, uh, you know, but online comics are becoming a big thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, please don't eliminate the comic stores. Please don't eliminate the paper comics. You know, please don't eliminate the hand drawn art. Like we need that. I'm an advocate for that. You know, mm-hmm. there's a uh, no, better experience than walking into a comic book store and picking a book up off the shelf and finding something that you love. Uh, like I said, I read comics online too, but you know, I still go and support my local comic shop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is impulse creations where you get 30% off all comics and subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> Not all comics. I fucked up the ad. So we're just going to move past that. <laughs> I mean, I always love going into comic book stores, especially comic um, comic cons, and you know, seeing an artist that's just there and just doing mm-hmm. sketches and just and people are asking, like, "Can you draw this for me?" and stuff. And then the guy, the artist, will be like, "Yeah, you know, I'll do it." And it's just it's amazing how fast a person can be drawing right. comic books. You know, just right there live. Yeah, they're just live and just fucking just doing it, and it takes them like at least like 
to 10 minutes probably tops that's one of the coolest things you can purchase at a comic-con man with the with the artist vendors and things is is you know hand-drawn art right there Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With their signature, it's, it's so beautiful. That person took their little bit of time to do that for you for $10, $20, $30. Like, that's so fucking cool. Uh, me and my wife own several pieces uh, that are drawn like that. Um, and it supports the artist as well, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's a big deal. Those guys, you know, they need that cash. Like, that cash is fucking important, man. It keeps their career going. They might need to go buy supplies or whatever it may be. But, like it's our way of appreciating them and them fucking giving us something incredible that nobody else has. You know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Do you guys like uh, ever do art? So I try, I have tried to draw. I recently drew, uh, I don't have my book here. Uh, when I first started trying to work on this new comic book, uh, you know, I had tried to get back into drawing. I used to draw when I was a kid. I used to draw comic books when I was a kid, but all I would draw is like uh, Dragon Ball Z built men in one pose with nipples all the time. So, but recently I drew a really cool Deadpool uh, that I was very proud of. I haven't drawn anything else yet, though, that I'm proud of. So, but I, I do plan on testing my hand more and more at drawing. It's just drawing, man, is. It's an art, and just like any art, it takes time, and it takes practice. Uh, You know what I'm saying? If you want to really get good at it. So that's the thing is, like, here I am now, 28 years old. I wish I would have kept drawing uh, from an early age because I'd be a phenomenal artist. But now it's like I'm having to go back and relearn and retrain my hand because that's very much what it is, man. You get into a a way of doing it, you know. Your hands get used to the certain movements, the certain strokes and things like this. They're they're tools, you know what I mean? You learn how to use them, and I'm I'm kind of – I got my training wheels on right now, but one day I'll get good at art again, Mm. you know. What about you, Jules? Um, I don't know. I, I'm not really a good artist, man. When it when it when it comes to my mind, and then when I put it on paper, I don't know what the hell I did. So I'm not the best of artist, <laughs> unfortunately. So you guys like uh, think the last part of the question, right? Yeah. By the way, I had a couple of drinks before this this uh, interview. <laughs> That's good, man. Uh, you said the guys are both like, um, what do you call it? Uh, Hip hop uh, battle um, lovers. Oh, rap battle. Yeah, rap battle lovers. We we do we are fond of the art of battle rap. This is true. This is very true. Uh, very true. Some of you guys may know. You know, your boy may have ran a rap battle league or something like that. Something like you know, may have been the only rap battle league in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, it is what it is. But I tend to dabble in battle rap here and there. You know, it's it's a cool art. It's your boy Casho with the all back leg. Hey, that's the cut. That's crazy. <laughs> you know my music. So that's what's up. That's what's up. I didn't know you knew that track. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, I don't promote my music ever. <laughs> so that's crazy that you found that. Who put you on that? Russ put you on that one? No, I found it myself. No, I was like just looking at uh, Castro stuff because I tried to uh, looked at a All Due Respect podcast on Spotify and I found that that uh, that little gem in your. Yes, uh, that's fire. I think that's the only song. No, 
I have maybe two or three songs actually out that people can go listen to. I got other shit like put on my PC, you know what I'm saying? Like it's here, but I just haven't released it and probably won't. You know what I mean? But that that's one I did uh sometime back, man. You can find uh fuck with me with JDB the realist as well. That's out. And then I got one with this man named uh shout out to the guy, Berto Brown. You know what I'm saying? We did a track called Doing Things. Those are the only three tracks available for people to listen to, man. I'm sitting on this gym right now, though, called Still Tripping. That motherfucker slapped 10 titties, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God it does. I got my homie uh Sir Treason, man, out in the UK. He uh he mix and mastered it. I got Ace Slade who uh, did some work on the mix and mastering as well as uh recorded it and everything. Man, he helped me get that bitch all the way right, man. But unfortunately, I just probably won't release it. That's one part of the journey. I don't know where I'm at in yet. Still on the hunt. Do Will Castro X be a rapper or not? Find out next time, kids, on Dragon Ball GT. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I always love that fucking rip on the old uh, Dragon Ball movies. This is that that whole fucking uh, just ripping on the guitar. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's funny as hell. I don't. I, I like. Uh, I like Dragon Ball, man. Uh, Dragon Ball Z pref- is probably you know what I'm saying the most lit out of them. You know what I'm saying that's one I've spent the most time in. I watched some of that Super. It's cool. You know what I'm saying. I I haven't seen a new movie anything. I'm an anime head too, but like I guess Jules Jules is the anime guy when it comes to our show. But I'm I'm more the old shit like. Cowboy Bebop, Elfin Lead, you know what I mean? Shit like that. Like, I like that shit a whole lot. Not a fan of the, the Mecha shit, though. Like, I don't, I don't be doing the Mecha's Gundam and things. Like, that's cool. I got respect. But I'm more into, like, I don't know. Like, a space shit, I guess. I guess Gundam is space, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Gundam. I don't know. So, do you guys Ooh. like the uh, Dragon Ball movie? The, uh, the real was it the uh, was the real the real one the live the, action the live, the live action, action one. Jules Trash. does. Jules loves it. It's his favorite fucking movie, bro. He, ten he literally down. ten titties down. So he literally <laughs> lives his life every day, man, just trying to you know replicate that film. You know what I mean? I couldn't even say no, the word replicate, that Jules. So, so that burn was out of there. I couldn't even fucking make fun of you properly, bro. So you win. You win that. It's trash. I, I hate that movie. It's fucking garbage. <laughs> no, I do not like that movie, man. It is not a good film. Some movies just don't need to be made sometimes, man. Like, how are you a director? You sitting there making some trash and you don't, like, recognize and realize, like, hey, bro, this shit trash. Let's do something different, right? Guys, does that make but sense? But you like, you like indie movies. Indie movies are good. Are we doing this again right here live? Look, man, indie is the origin of the art. Like it, it's it's where the true artists are these days, man. Not these cats making billions of fucking dollars in Hollywood. The indie filmmakers, the indie directors, the indie fucking actor, like those are the guys like us, me and you and fucking Rob trying to get up on the podcast game. Like those are the guys that work hard at their art, that are passionate about their art. Yes, it may be fucking low budget, you know what I mean, whatever, but like those are the guys that like it matters to them what their movie's gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Like 
indie movies are like all the American Idol contestants that didn't go to Hollywood or go to you Vegas. You like the fast movies, bro. You garbage. <laughs> I did. I never. I never said I like the fast movies. Don't talk to me, Russ. You garbage. You like the fast movies. I don't hear nothing. <laughs> I can just mean? hear him now. Dog can be Batman. I'm literally starting up like the first podcast, like uh, beef. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm shooting shots at Russ from here. Like Russ, you like fast, fast movies. You trash. And then I'm gonna hear it back. Like you know, this albums. Like this is this podcast. You know? What I mean? <laughs> oh, shit, that's crazy. That's uh, wild, man. I mean, yeah, like what you said, like there, there's some anime films that shouldn't be live action, like the Avatar movie. The yeah, the Last Airbender. I thought you were talking about Blue People for a second. Yeah, Last Airbender. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. You like the fast movies? No, I don't. I don't want to hear it, hear it anymore, man. We done. It's I don't like the fast movies. I, don't even, I haven't even seen them. The Dragon Ball movie and the Avatar movie are garbage, man. <laughs> I feel like it was just rushed. It was rushed into the trash where it belongs. It's dead now. That's how I feel about the Snyder Cut. That's crazy. The Snyder Cut was the best <laughs> cut. No, it, but it was just drawn no. out for no reason. You asked me about Battle Rap, though, real quick. On that note, the hardest bar I ever heard came from Trey Boogie. My man said, I got a clip longer than a Zack Snyder Cut. I was like, oh, my God, that shit was tough as hell. Jules hates that because he doesn't understand. Good battle rap, it's, obviously. How would you not react? That was crazy. It was okay. It was okay. I got a clip longer than the Zack Snyder cut. I had just watched that movie when I heard that shit, so I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, it was no. I feel you. I feel it you. was cool. It was cool because I had just the super duper scope though. That's all right, man. My, my bill collector. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I mean, it's just funny how you guys go to get into it, man. Just that random, random spots, it's man. Him. It's him, the other half of the Comic Con. This half is cool. Like, I'm the calm one. I'm. I don't ever instigate, right? I'm the chill one. I'm just like here, like, yeah, man, I like that too. And then Jules is like, Nah, Batman, a bitch. He ain't ever gonna be. <laughs> yeah, I, never, I never said that. I never said that. I you said can't Superman. say that. You can't ever say Batman's a bitch. Exactly, because he's not. He'll punch me in the mouth. He's a real one. He's the realest. Ask Jules who his favorite superhero is, though. Who's your favorite superhero? It is, it is Batman. It is Batman. Okay. It is the Bat. It's Batman, because he knows he's the number. Batman Rob, is fucking gangster. Rob, who's your favorite superhero, man? Uh, Nightwing. Nice. Nice. Great choice. Phenomenal choice. We both, hats off to you for that. We both respect that answer. You got the con stamp of approval right now. Hey, Castro, tell him him what you like about uh, Mr. Nightwing. (laughs) What do I like about Nightwing, Jules? He's the the best dick, right? He's the original Robin, (laughs) Dick Grayson. He's He's the the original dick. (laughs) Yeah, man, Nightwing is phenomenal, man. He's the best. Best Robin by far. No Robin competes to him. Like, I don't know. He was there with Damien Batman in the beginning. Damien cool too. I like Damien. I don't like Todd though. Jason Todd. Everybody overhypes Jason Todd, man. Really? I like I like Red Hood. Don't get me wrong, but like they legit overhyped the man. You know what I mean? Like 
oh, he came back from the dead, so he's fucking edgy. Like, eat a dick. Preferably Grayson, motherfucker. You were a teenage boy getting beat by a psycho clown, and your father figure let him. I'd have lived. I would have lived if I was trained by the bat. I would have been cool. King Castro X Robin would probably be the smoothest, <laughs> coolest Robin y'all ever seen. I think I would have been a cool Robin, guys. Y- y'all don't think I would have been a good Robin? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I would have been a cool Robin. I've been. A, I would have been a cool Robin too. Yeah, we would have been dope ass Robins. I would wore the red shades that I'd be wearing instead of the fucking. Oh, the, the why is Batman running with Daredevil? I know two different. Two different... <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke from last podcast. That was good. I applaud that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, man. We're gonna be cutting it right there, man. But it was much love to your for fucking Jules and King Cash to be here on the show, blessing the mic. Sure. You know, much love to them. Uh, can you guys uh, go shout out where they can find you at, boys? Yeah, Check man. I, I you got it, baby. Just... Go ahead, brother. No, you do your part. You got it first. Jules, let them know. Go ahead, man. I love you. Go ahead. Y'all check us out on the Comic Cons podcast, all streaming platforms. Our main point, though, that we want you to check us out on, guys, is YouTube. That's C-O-M-I-C-K-H-A-N-S podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Hashtag get your cons in a con near you, kids. Yes, sir. King Castaway Gaming on Twitch. Check out Socks on Off podcast. May your pain be champagne, all that fun stuff. Thank you so much for having us, Rob. Yep. Rob, we appreciate it, buddy. Always, man. You guys are always welcome to be on the show. And you guys can go find me at Facebook. That's Robin Jackson with the Class World Podcast. And on Instagram, that is Class World Podcast 89. So much love to you guys. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. Peace.